Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. That's right, boys and girls. It's that time again. This is Tyler Chef, and I am the host of the Cashflow Guys Podcast. And this week, guys, I got a lesson for you. It's a great one. You're going to dig it. And how'd this come about? Well, I was sitting down at YouTube University watching one of my uh, YouTube videos that came up with my suggested uh, views. And it was this guy that, uh, I can't think of the name of his channel here. I'll see if I can find it while I'm talking. But uh, he was talking about how Zillow's ruining America and it's everybody, you know, it's Zillow's fault that the housing market is the way it is. And basically the whole gist of his whole video was shame on Zillow. They're the reason for all the problems and the whole nine yards. And I've never been one to really sign on to that methodology. I don't think that, you know, big business will, will destroy things. I, I just don't feel that way. Oh, I'm here to reventure consulting. It's reventure consulting. And the title was Zillow is manipulating the housing market. Well, I, you'll probably come away and see that there is some degree of truth to that. And I'm not dogging this guy for making the video, but if you watch the video, he was very, very negative as far as what Zillow may or may not be doing to the market. Um, and I, you know, I got news for you. There's not, I don't believe that one company, one entity, whether it be open, open door, offer pad, Zillow, any one of these companies can ruin a market, can send prices through the ceiling, can, do some of the things that this guy was talking about. I, I'm going to disagree on that because I don't think they're doing enough transactions to have a major market impact. And But I did notice some interesting trends. And guys, here's the thing. Here's is a psychological lesson for you. You can choose to get mad about this kind of stuff like this dude did, or you can figure out how to duplicate it and make it your own, how to profit off this information. You see, I learned most of everything I've ever done. I've learned from someone else. I really can't take credit for anything being original, at least very little for being original, because somewhere, somehow, I learned it, those things from someone else. Maybe it came from reading a book. Maybe it came from watching a YouTube channel. Maybe it came from listening to a podcast, meeting somebody in person, doing a deal, and the lessons that come away from that. The bottom line is, guys, there's really no such thing as new information. It, so you got to take things and process them and figure out what you can extract from each detail of information that you come across. And today's a good example of that. That's why I named this episode uh, Getting Schooled by Zillow, because here's a great, great opportunity for a lot of you. Let's say, for example, you don't like doing heavy rehabs. I hear you. Not a fan of doing heavy rehabs either. I'm all about winning the game, right? I'm not in the point in my life where I want to play the high-risk game. That's why when we're doing this syndicate or this fund down here in, in uh, Key West, we're focused on make sense opportunities that are not super risky. We're not running out and just throwing caution to the wind. We're being careful. We're taking our time. We're knocking out one deal out after another, not in a big rush uh, to get these, to get a million deals done, not trying to win any popularity contests. We're here to make money. And that's what we're going to do. And here's a great example, guys, of how you can, Take somebody else's failures, missteps, whatever, and monopolize on them. You see, when I see a company like Zillow doing something, I don't have time to complain about it. My broker, Bob McDougall, will tell you that, and he tells the agents this all the time. A lot of people, real estate agents, cry about Zillow supposedly ruining their business. And that's not, couldn't be farther from the truth. Zillow and no other company out there is going to replace realtors because there will always be a need for competent realtors. Now, if you're not a competent realtor, then maybe you should be concerned. But as long as you're a competent realtor and you're helping people and you're providing value 
there'll be a place for you in society. I truly believe that. I don't want to get off on a tangent as far as that goes. I want to give you some specific facts. Now, I wanted to pull up markets that I fully understand. Full disclosure, they're not doing this. That Zillow owns, by the way, Zillow uh, has a, what they call the Zillow Partners Program. And basically what they're doing is they're doing some, something similar to OfferPad. They're going around the country in very specific markets, and they're buying up properties. They're doing, in some cases, no rehab or very little rehab, and they're turning them around on the market, marking them up, and reselling them. And from what I'm seeing, guys, and I did some quick searches here, uh, they're being quite successful at it. Uh, right in one of the markets that I have a lot of experience in, which is the Tampa Bay area, I pulled up to Zillow, and I want to take you guys where I was. So how do you do this? First of all, when you get to Zillow.com, you click on the More button. At the top, you'll see, like, For Sale, Price, Beds, Baths, Home Type. You click More. And you click the More button, and you go down to the bottom, and you'll see Zillow Owned. Check that box, Zillow Owned. And then go to the map and look in your area and see if any any houses come up. And if it doesn't, well, then go ahead and zoom out a little bit and see. Now, if you're out in, I don't know, the middle of Kansas somewhere, then maybe this won't work for you. But if you're near a big city, pretty good chance if you've got a halfway decent housing market, um, then it will you'll pop up some examples. So I used, for my own edification, I used Tarpon Springs, Florida, which is where I'm from. I own property in Tarpon Springs. I've sold countless properties in Tarpon Springs and the surrounding areas. So I have a pretty good feel for the market there. Um you know, only been at it for about 20 years. So long story short, I started looking around at some of the Zillow owned houses and I started looking at the history and I learned some interesting stuff. Now guys, this is how you make money. You see, instead of me getting all upset and going on Facebook, crying about how Zillow's ruining my business, I chose to take a minute and see what I could learn from old uncle Zillow because boy, did I get an education and this is exciting. So in one case, and the, the property address is 786 Merlin Court. That's 786 Merlin Court in Tarpon Springs, Florida. Here's an example to where uh, Zillow bought the property and turned around and essentially flipped it for a nice profit. Now, in this case, I shouldn't say they flipped it. They, they are flipping because it hasn't sold yet. But bear with me. So in this case, and this is ironic, an agent had this thing listed, a, real, a realtor in Tarpon Springs, not me, had this <laughs> had this thing listed um, a while back and didn't have any success in it. Imagine that. Um, and here's the interesting thing. If you look back in history, the agent listed, so you can you click on price and tax history here on Zillow. And guys, you don't need ML access, MLS access to do any of this, by the way. This is all right on Zillow. It's open to the whole free world. Uh, so you can do it right alongside me. The agent listed this thing a while back and kept changing, making price changes and price changes and price changes. It was listed on April 28th of 2021, and the agent listed it for 265000 And guess what? It didn't sell. So keep that in mind, guys, 265000 in April. And then in May, uh, it got relisted, looks like. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The, it was a it was a for sale by owner. So for sale by owner tried it at 265. No dice, no luck. And then she hired an agent, and the agent came in and listed it at 275. You know, ten thousand dollars more. After all, why not? If you can't sell it at 265, let's just raise the price, and you'll, then you'll sell it. Makes perfect sense. So I'm, I'm being facetious. So this agent listed at 275 thousand, then drops the price to 272, then drops it to 264. Drops it down to two fifty nine, 
And at the 259 mark, somebody threw in the towel, listing got removed, right? Listing got withdrawn off the market. Just a week or two later, or actually a couple weeks later, about two weeks later, three weeks later, um, Zillow slid in and bought this property off market, off market guys, bought it directly from the seller for two sixty one four. I'm going to say this again. The listing was withdrawn at two fifty nine, and the seller that was with a, a real estate agent and the seller sold it herself to Zillow directly, cut the agent out, apparently deservingly so for two sixty one four. So the, the seller got more money almost their original list price. Uh, well, actually, yeah, they got they got the, almost their original list price after firing the agent. How interesting is that? Well, it gets better. Then they did, it looks like it, it says here, the home was evaluated, repaired, and prepared for listing by Zillow Partners. Well, I've looked at the photos and all the listings, and I'm not seeing any major differences. Um, but it's not a dump. It's not a, you know, it's not like it's a crack house or anything. It's a nice little cute little townhome type villa type thing. But now Zillow's got listed at 299000 So what does that mean? Well, it means that Zillow bought something that a, that a real estate agent couldn't sell, and they actually paid more than the agent had it listed for. How did that happen? That's interesting. And guys, and I started more, I dug into this. I found several examples of cases like this. So I don't know what these real estate agents are not doing, but good God, I mean, if, if Zillow's willing to pay more for it than what the listing agent could get, Something's not right. Um, something's going wrong. But that works out, guys. That's $37,000 uh, profit between what Zillow paid for it and what they're trying to sell for it. Not a lot of money. Uh, but it's, I consider, I wouldn't turn a down $37,000 check if someone handed it to me. It equates to 14.5% increase. So let's look at percentages. Zillow hired a realtor to resell it. And that realtor is paying the buying agent uh, 2.4%, not sure why they got 0.4%, but whatever, 2.4%. I would venture to guess the listing agent's probably getting somewhere in the neighborhood around 3%. So of the 14.5% price increase, I think it's fair to say that the listing agent is charging, or the listing brokerage is probably charging Zillow a fee that's somewhere around six, five or 6% maybe. Maybe they give them a discount for volume. The same brokerage I'd love them. I wish I was at brokerage. The same brokerage has all these properties in Tampa Bay. Well, at least all the ones around Tarpon Springs that I could find. So they're the ones buying them. So they've got agents pounded on doors buying these properties from sellers. I'm willing to bet they've got some pretty aggressive rock star agents working at this brokerage that is out buying these properties on behalf of Zillow. Because what they're looking for, guys, is market inefficiencies. In this case, they looked for a withdrawn listing. And when the, with the listing was withdrawn, what did they do? They knocked on the door and they found value in the property, probably because the original listing agent maybe didn't market the property effectively or at all. Maybe they did the deal at a reduced disc, a reduced commission or something like that, and they didn't have any budget to market the property. So right out of the gate, they shot themselves in the foot. Bottom line is the agent blew it on this deal originally, and another agent came in and picked up the ball and sold this thing to Zillow. And then turns around and flips it for Zello. Now it'd be interesting to see how this property plays out, uh, what it winds up selling for. Uh, right now it's listed at 2993 and uh, it's been listed since June 23rd. So it's been on the market for about two weeks now and hasn't sold yet, which tells me that either it's hard to say that Zillow's not marketing it because, well, geez, there's Zillow, but I'm sure that 
probably getting this in front of some more eyes. Um, and I bet you they will get this thing sold probably pretty close to that two ninety nine three. So those of you that are wholesalers are probably thinking $37,000 in profit. That's not bad considering a lot of the wholesalers that I know are making the most they ever make is around 20 and every once in a while they swing for the fences and they get a big one. But most wholesalers I know are making between five and 10 grand a deal. Well guys, here's Zillow just came in and, and bitched us for 37, nine. It's like, wow, that's, that's a pretty healthy profit. So I know what you're going to say. Well, difference is Tyler, they're actually buying the property. So they've got closing costs and they got property tax and they got holding costs. And you're absolutely right. I completely agree with you, but know this. They're using a title company out of Miami, a clearinghouse, if you will, to close these transactions. So they're doing volume closings, which means they're probably getting a really attractive closing rate based on volume. Because it's Zillow, Zillow is getting their money. And I did a little bit of research. And in this video, it talked about where uh, Zillow's getting its money and they're getting their money from Wall Street. So you've got Goldman Sachs and some of these uh, investment bankers that are funding Zillow's buying spree across the country. And I'll be honest with you guys. I say more power to Zillow. Hey, I think it's brilliant what they're doing. And I pat them on the back, go get you some, right? And they're just working on performing at a bigger level. That's why I never got jealous about Grant Cardone. Dude's got a jet. He earned a jet. Amen, brother. Get you two, right? You got one, get you two. I admire that. I don't worry. I don't tear people down that are doing better than me. I like to focus and learn from them. There was a time that I was a little jealous, but after I got older and got a little wiser, I was like, I'm wasting way too much time being jealous over what that guy's doing. I need to learn what that guy's doing, right? And that's how we grow, guys. So what I've seen here, and I started going through these in Newport Ritchie and the Clearwater area in Largo and St. Petersburg, there's lots of examples. So I would implore you to go on Zillow, look and see in your own markets and see what you come up with. You're going to see trends, right? The trends I'm seeing is they're focusing a lot on three-bedroom properties. Now, in this case, uh, this one over here on, on Merlin's Court is a, a two-bedroom, but um, in most of them, a lot of cases, they're focusing on three bedrooms. But uh, there's a lot that can be learned from looking at historical data. I'm a kind of a data nerd. And when you start looking at a couple of these Zillow transactions, you're going to see trends. You're going to see properties that are not real tore up. They're, kind of, they're in okay condition. They don't need major rehab. And the rehab stuff they've done looks like stuff like maybe they've torn out carpets and put in tile, right? Three bucks a square foot. Uh, get the tile work done, whatever it may be. Get the inside painted. In some cases, they did a terrible paint job. I'm looking at the picture right now on Zillow of 786 Merlin Court. And if you look between the front door on the wall, between the front door and the garage door, you can see where somebody just did kind of a hack paint job. But whatever, you know, if it sells, who cares, I guess, at the end of the day. The end of the day. Looks like they've hired a professional photographer to go out there and photograph the place. They've done stuff like paint the, the uh, patio gray, right? They've floors are real nice in the kitchen. They've done some nice color accenting on the walls and whatnot. So you walk in, the place pops. Guys, the re if you look at the 786 Merlin's Court, Tarpon Springs, Florida photographs, the place looks good. I mean, it looks good and it'll pass the sniff test, right? People walk in there and be like, this isn't bad. I know Merlin's Court area. I've sold properties in there. It's a nice little area. It's surrounded by oak tree canopies. It's nice and high and dry. It's a great neighborhood, no doubt. And this home will absolutely sell. And Zillow is going to make some ching-ching out of it. So, guys, I know lots of you that have done flips. I've Over all the years, I've done flips. 
There's been a lot of flips that I made less than $37,000 on. I can assure you that a lot. Uh, and I don't know how much they have worked into the rehab here, but if it's paint and some minor stuff, maybe 15 grand. Uh, so even so at 15 grand, they're still making 22,000. They got some sales expenses and whatnot, but you start thinking of this in a volume perspective. Uh, if you're not doing any of the work, because obviously Zillow is a big company, they're publicly traded, like Zillow employees aren't there swinging paintbrushes. You got somebody doing the work. They're able to make this happen, guys. Um, so hack this idea. Look into this. Figure out how you can make this work for you in your own market. You don't necessarily, not everybody has to get title insurance. Now, you, you've heard me say, I think it's crazy, especially if you're a little guy, to buy a property without title insurance. But if you have a good financial backing or you're working with people that have a lot of experience, Maybe that's something you consider doing. I don't necessarily think that's a great idea, but to each their own. That's probably one of the ways they're getting this done is uh, Zillow's probably not getting title insurance on any of these. Or maybe they've got some sort of fee packed on to the sales price or something like that. I don't know, but I just thought this is something that you guys would find valuable. I thought that you could uh, look into this for yourself in your own market and help dissect what Zillow's up to. And instead of getting mad about it, get profitable by it, right? If you, those of you that are real estate agents, my realtor friends out there, here's an opportunity for you. Cause if Zillow hasn't come to your market yet, maybe you need to be proactive and reach out to Zillow and say, Hey, how about you let me be your home buyer for you? Um, and I'll sell you some opportunities in, in, uh, in whatever market you're, you're from. I'm actually going to do this down in Key West. I'm going to reach out to Zillow, uh, and find out more about this and find out if I can sell them properties because I'm finding all kinds of opportunities here. Some will go through our fund, others won't. And the ones that won't, well, Zillers a buyer, so be it. Guys, catch up with you next week. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.